You're listening to the Human Futurology Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Suzanne, where each episode we deep dive into all things numbers, stats, and data, giving you a reliable insight into strategically planning and predicting for the future, mitigating risk in a world increasingly filled with unpredictability. Find more online at humanfuturology.co.uk. Back with Chris and Suzanne Styles, and this is the Human Futurology Podcast. Wonderful to be here with you today. Yes, we're talking Rugby World Cup, and it's always a very exciting time for rugby enthusiasts. Also very interesting to see how well the Northern Hemisphere sides have been performing so far during 2023, Ireland, France, and Wales are certainly surging. It's certainly got everyone on their toes because the Rugby World Cup is traditionally dominated by the Southern Hemisphere sides. You know, having won every World Cup other than 2003, which was uh, won by England. Well, yes, and you know, tonight we're going to be talking about the the human futurology side of part of the England rugby team tonight. We're going to be talking about our performance scorecard and how, if he was in the know, the England rugby head coach, Steve Borswick, would actually have some critical decisions to be making about this time with England going into the quarterfinals with Fiji this coming weekend. Yeah, it's a big call. And whenever you get into the knockout stages of any championship, the coaches, the captains, the selectors, if you will, are most certainly looking to try and line up players in combinations such that they just get those couple of extra inches, if you will, on the field. Because that really is a knockout rugby. It's a game of inches. And if you get those inches, you win. And if you don't, you lose. So it is touch and go. The Human Futurology Performance Scorecard, which is generated around in excess of 30 data points, is doing exactly that. It's looking at the performance or the potential performance within a given individual and looking for powerful and positive synchronicities. And this is what we'll be talking about in terms of what Steve Borthwick is facing around the challenges that he has in terms of Owen Farrell, George Ford, and Courtney Laws. Well, it's very interesting because a lot of the fans and the pundits would think that from a performance perspective, it's all okay now. The bands are over. Owen Farrell's back in the squad. They had that huge win over Chile. That yeah, was, 71-0. Yeah, which is, which is a great scorecard in a way, but also not too good in another way for, for the lower down teams. But let's look at Owen Farrell. He's not had a great season disciplinary wise. He's had a red card. He's come off a ban. And whilst he was out, we've had two magnificent performances by Courtney Laws and George Ford. And we're going to be able to show with you and share with you why there's a significant reason that Steve Borthwick should actually be in a position where he should be reconsidering Owen Farrell as captain for the course final and looking at Courtney Laws and a George Ford combination but explain, share, tell us how. Well, I made mention that the Human Futurology Scorecard, which I compile, looks at about 30 or more data points. 
And given the fact that we are in 2023, and if you just break it down into its bare essence, 2023, and you add those numbers together, 2023 is sending out a very strong signal, if you will, around the number seven. So within the human futurology blueprint of Owen Farrell, Courtney Laws, and George Ford, what I do is I do some diagnostics and then I see how many seven-on-seven synchronicities are actually taking place. Because this is a very real indicator of the year being positive or aligned in a positive way energetically for the player. And remember, I, I use the word energetic and energetic alignment there because we are actually just looking for those inches all around us. What is incredibly important to understand here is that you are dealing with rugby players, professional rugby players who are at the top of their game. And to get there, you have to respect the effort, the dedication, and also the talent that gets them to that level. So this is not about who's better than who. This is about trying to use mathematical intelligence, which exists within every single one of our blueprints, and try to identify where those possible game-changing inches could lie. And this is exactly what I've done. And within the 30-plus data points that I'm scoring, there are 12 that have tremendous or carry tremendous significance. And when I look at Owen Farrell, he only scores positively on one of those 12, which renders a result of about 8%. Courtney Laws, however, uh, scores a 5 out of 12, which renders a result of 42%, which is significantly higher than Owen Farrell. And George Ford, who's the other fly half, who actually really stood up and won the game against all the odds for England against Argentina, the opening game. He has four very positive signals around the number seven happening this year, which gives him a score of 33%. So if you just take those basic scoring elements within a human futurology potential, a matrix, if you will, for these three players, the player who scores the highest is Courtney Laws at 42%, followed by George Ford at 33%, followed by Owen Farrell at 8%. So that immediately reveals, and again, remember here we're talking about potential. It's incredibly important to understand that. It literally reveals that the potential within Courtney Laws and George Ford during 2023 to perform at a very high level is higher than that within the mathematical blueprint of Owen Farrell. But then, of course, we can actually take it one step further, and that's where we go into the really deep mathematical modelling. Well, with that, you know, look at that combination just for a start. With Courtney and George Ford together as captain and fly half versus Owen and Courtney together because Owen Farrell would then be captain and fly half, you've got a bigger percentage gap or, or a, a more positive synchronicity between the two players. But how could Steve Borthwick use this? How could he have used it right in the beginning? 
Well, it's very interesting. The decision was made by England Rugby to have Owen Farrell take the side and lead the side to the Rugby World Cup. Now, whenever decisions are being made, they are being made with the information that one has to hand. And this is where the world of futurists comes in, where whether it be a futurist in business, whether it be a futurist in technology, it is looking to create a competitive advantage through intelligence, a future or a forward-looking competitive advantage through intelligence, which, if you will, gives you the edge. And this is what we're talking about. And the thing is, here in rugby at this level, knockout rugby between the top nations around the world. It really is, it is, as I've said, a game of inches. And in many ways, you are looking for what you could, I suppose, call the razor's edge, because that could be the difference between winning and losing. Now, the challenge that Steve Borthwick faces as the head coach of the England rugby side is that with Owen Farrell, as the captain in the last couple of games, forget the Chile game, England haven't exactly performed brilliantly. In fact, there were a lot of very serious questions being asked of England going into the Rugby World Cup. And it, that includes, in fact, that first loss to Fiji ever at Twickenham in late August. Correct. Granted, that was with Courtney Laws as captain. But remember, that, that was a big shock factor because the entire team had been changed. You know, in the previous test match, Owen Farrell had got a red card on the back of dangerous play, had basically incurred a ban around a, a, a number of games, which forced Courtney Laws, if you will, to step up into the role of captain with a Fiji test match at Twickenham, which they eventually did lose. I mean, Fiji, I think, ran out winners 30 points to 22 on the day. But this is exactly the quarterfinal that is being lined up again you know, is England against Fiji. And the thing is, Steve Borthwick has now got to make some very, very tough calls because under Courtney Laws, England have actually performed and performed really well. With George Ford at fly half, again, England have performed and performed really well. And in, in fact, George Ford has without doubt been the catalyst that I believe has changed the entire England performance on the field. You know, brilliant decision-making. Now, the difficulty here for somebody like Steve Borthwick is, you know, what does he do with Owen Farrell? Because yes, Owen Farrell is a brilliant rugby player. Let's not take that away from him. But the fact of the matter is, through 2023, he does not exactly have a wonderful track record of leading his team into really big wins against, or, or good wins against the big sides. In fact, quite the concrete. And it is without a doubt because you can see very challenging numbers and mathematical sequences sitting within his blueprint for 2023. Now, the thing is, Steve Borthwick would not know of this. Exactly. The England selectors would not know of this because the world of human futurology, which is the world that we are opening up, if you will, through through mathematical modeling and, and data point synchronicities and all of this, this world is starting to give people an intelligent, forward-looking view around potential and around hotspots and around moments when, if you will, 
call it the stars align. <laughs> but this is not just random stuff. This is not just thumbsucks. You know, the, the evidence is there over and over and over again that peak performance moments definitely have a mathematical alignment that is taking place. And evidence of that was Emma Raducanu, when post-Wimbledon, she went off to go and win the US Open. When I unpacked the intelligent mathematics around her blueprint, it was all there. You could see the golden moment and she capitalized on it. Now, this is what top coaches are looking for within their teams. So the challenge, or I can call it the headache that Steve Borthwick has as the head coach of England right now, is that if he had this intelligence in front of him, he would be able to see that the potential or the likelihood of laws and Ford having a cracking game is higher than that for Owen Farrell. Yet Owen Farrell has been selected as the player or the person that is the man that is leading England into the Rugby World Cup. So how on earth could he not allow Farrell, who is the captain, to not lead the team onto the field in the opening knockout game? Well, you can't because you can't change that on what would be deemed as a win. Somebody, you know, anybody in the know, the pundits that have spent, you know, paid a fortune to look at the stats, look at the performance, they'd be coming in and going, oh, well, you know, poor bloke. It was on the back of a bit of ill discipline. They're being really strict with red cards, yellow cards, with head contact. So that's the reason he's out. But if this was known to Steve Borthwick, actually at the really the beginning of January this year, which is when Northern Hemisphere rugby really kicks off. They've got the Six Nations and they they start the year off with that. He would be in a position to actually understand the number sequences and the synchronicities in the annual experience for those three players in terms of building his team around it. Because it's also very distracting for the team in any terms of performance to kind of understand, well, we played so much better without Owen when he was away. Does that mean that Owen Farrell's now a bad player or he's the bogeyman? The weak link. The weak link. No, what it means is right now his number synchronicities are not showing his peak performance. And ultimately it is in any business, because rugby's not just a sport, it's a business. Absolutely. And in any business, management, senior management have to make decisions based on what's best for the business. So what is best for the team? Well, if you look at elite athletes around the world, again, the difference between winning and losing is inches. And when you unpack the intelligent mathematical blueprint, and this actually is real. It exists. I have a blueprint, a mathematical blueprint of numbers and codes and sequences that reveals phenomenal intelligence about me. So do you. So does Steve Borthwick. So does the uh, coach of Fiji, Simon Ray Walui. When you start to leverage the intelligence inside of these blueprints and these mathematical frameworks, you begin to see the seasonality of our lives and you see hot moments where, as I say, it's literally through mathematical codes and all of that and numbers, you realize, look, this is a very positive alignment. And then you also see moments in time when, if you will, antagonistic numbers are combining and those are challenging moments. 
And this is why you will never see a single sports person who can just perform at peak level all the time. Well, absolutely. They have their peaks, they have their troughs. They have their peaks, they have their troughs. Now, if Steve Borthwick and England Rugby had understood this, they would have looked at the core numbers that are lining up around Owen Farrell in 2023, which are a four, a five, and a one. That's just one of the sequences that I'm working with, but that's enough information for this specific discussion. They would have seen that through that, you've actually got a challenging set of numbers. Therefore, in 2023, on a peak performance level, there is a high risk around Owen Farrell. When you go and look at the numbers that are combining for Courtney Laws through the mathematical modeling that I do, you see that it's a five, a three, and a nine. Now stop. There immediately is a, is a dead giveaway. Five, three, and nine. They are all odd numbers. Therefore, the potential for Courtney Laws to perform very well during 2023 is considerably higher. So if you're looking to have to make a decision around a captain between Owen Farrell and Courtney Laws, that definitely is advantage Laws. Then you go and look at George Ford, and George Ford has the numbers combining in, in terms of 8, 3, and 6. And this reveals a neutral to positive combination. But the thing is, if you put those three sets of data next to each other and you just take all the emotion out of it and you look at it purely through critical eyes, the core number combinations for those three players are tops for Courtney Laws, followed by George Ford with Owen Farrell coming in third and actually having a very challenging set of numbers. So therefore, that is already telling you or England coach or Steve Borthwick or England Rugby Union that because of this, they should be thinking more carefully about Owen Farrell and choosing him as the captain to take England to the Rugby World Cup. And part of this is I don't think it does the player any favours either because there's a lot of emotion linked with leading your country to the Rugby World Cup. There's a lot of mental and emotional pressure that goes with the physical pressure of playing well. A lot of the pressure in today's game is around the discipline and also not even foul play. It's just new rules that make it harder because it is a contact sport. So when you've got somebody who, like Owen Farrell, is not scared to go in, not afraid to be physical, but it's just not got the greatest number combination. So with all the other added pressures of that, I think it's going to, he's going to find it difficult to perform at his best because it's sitting in his blueprint. Now, when you think of going into a quarterfinal with a team like Fiji, yep. who obviously are going to have their tails up, they're in the quarterfinals. That's all, you know, reason number one. Reason number two, they've just come back of a victory. So their coach, Simon Rewa-Louis, has, you've said, or you've mentioned to me, that he's got some pretty good sequences in his intelligent mathematical blueprint at the moment. So it's no surprise that under his guidance, Fiji are performing basically a little bit out of this soft. Absolutely. As I mentioned earlier, we are dealing 
if you will, 2023 with a number seven. Simon Rewalui has got the number seven presenting in very powerful positions within his intelligent mathematical blueprint. The number seven also aligns fundamentally with the country Fiji. I'm not going to go into all the detail, but the thing is, this quarterfinal is really touch and go for England, absolutely touch and go. The decision as to who leads the team onto the field, if you will, is critical. I am sure, given the fact that Owen Farrell is the captain selected for Rugby World Cup, that he will be leading England onto the field in the quarterfinal knockout game against Fiji. However, I feel that there is tremendous risk in that, tremendous performance risk. You know, that's not to say that if he is not having a great game that Steve Borthwick wouldn't make the change and, and bring George Ford on. But the thing is, at what stage do you decide to make those kind of switches? And making those switches is so incredibly difficult in a game of that intensity because literally, you know, quarterfinals could be, if you look historically at quarterfinals, you know, the, 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 the margins, the winning margins are not massive. It's 16-13 or 18-12 or something like that. So it's going, to, it's going to be a very, very tight game. But if I were in Steve Borthwick's shoes, and obviously if I didn't have the headache of Owen Farrell being England's current captain at the Rugby World Cup, I would definitely be choosing Courtney Laws to lead the team onto the field and George Ford as fly-half. Not because I've got anything against Owen Farrell, purely because I would be making that decision based upon what I'm seeing in the way of performance potential within their intelligent mathematical blueprints. And having those basically performance dashboards that we're creating now, we've used sport as a really great example to show you how the dashboards can identify the human risk for Owen Farrell and for the team which in a business environment would be the business risk and the personal risk for the team member, the, the employee, whether it's a sales representative, whether it's a member of your board, whether it's your CEO. It's exactly the same. The potential is there. Now, let's look at it a little bit. Often teams have chosen the wrong captain to lead into the next Rugby World Cup. I mean, we did see that with South Africa. And with John Smith going into the 2011 World Cup, he wasn't the best player. They manipulated a team around him, put him into a position that wasn't his best position. And you could see that that wasn't good for South Africa in that. So when we looked at the dashboards for 2019, we could see a, a very different picture for the 2019 World Cup versus the 2023 World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in fact, the head of Rugby World Cup 2019 in Japan, I did the complex mathematical modeling and uh, the analytics of the intelligent mathematical blueprints of the top sides, coaches and captains. There was a line of code in the blueprint of South Africa's head coach then, Rossi Erasmus, which just stood out like a sore thumb. It was aligned with all the critically important parts 
or components that create success within his blueprint. And this led me well before the knockout games to propose that South Africa would win the Rugby World Cup and also that they would meet England in the final because England did have phenomenal numbers at the time. And that's exactly what happened. Now, this year, Rugby World Cup is much closer. But the thing is, what 2019 did reveal is that when you know how to interpret and understand numbers and when you know how to do the mathematical modeling of a person's intelligent mathematical blueprint, you can definitely see moments in time that are critical in terms of performance and success. And just to go back to the intelligent blueprint of Rossi Erasmus, the line of code for 2019 was exactly the same line of code that he had back in 1995 when he had a spectacular year as a Springbok rugby player. So, you know, this is how you can use historical data to start to look at, at future data and begin to see golden moments in time. This is not thumbs up. This is not a way with the fairies. This is using real numerical intelligence, which exists inside each of us. It's just that it hasn't been properly calculated. It hasn't been properly expressed and it hasn't been properly presented in a way that can help decision makers with an extra level of intelligence in terms of, right, what am I seeing? What's this? What's that? What's the potential? What's the risk? Absolutely. And, and, you know, just in closing, we look at Owen Farrell as a young player. I mean, you know, he's 32. He's still a young man. He's got a good few years of playing ahead of him. A lot of weight on his shoulders. Steve Borthwick, a lot of responsibilities on his shoulders because, of course, we've got all the armchair warriors out there who are going to have a lot to say after the quarterfinal if it's not going to go England's way or if somebody doesn't perform to the ability that they always perform to. But having known this and being able to manage the human risk around an employee, around a captain of a team, around a leader, around anybody who makes a significant contribution into the running of your business, into the running of the national team, is going to want to have this kind of information to hand because it works hand in hand with managing the risk for the company, the team, managing the risk for the person. Absolutely. And that is why uh, someone who is neurodivergent, I am absolutely obsessed with numbers and patterns and sequences and mathematics and the world of intelligence with and through numbers. It's all there. It just needs to be built and expanded upon. But there is no doubt that every single one of us has an intelligent data matrix. And once that is understood, we suddenly start to really look at the moments of our life very, very, very differently. And also we can identify forward-looking potential, golden moments, risks, et cetera, et cetera. And this is the opportunity for top decision makers, coaches, CEOs, whatever, to begin to leverage this intelligence. And actually, I do believe that now based on the results that we have seen, that you can actually start to look to the future with intelligence as opposed to just thinking it's it's an unfathomable black hole. 
Well, we'd just like to say that we really wish England all the best for their quarterfinal against Fiji and hope that everything goes to plan for them to advance to the semifinals. We'll just have to wait and see. You've been listening to the Human Futurology podcast with Chris and Suzanne Stiles. Until next time. You've been listening to the Human Futurology podcast with your hosts, Chris and Suzanne where each episode we deep dive into all things numbers, stats and data. Join us again next week for more tips and tricks on how to strategically plan and predict for the future. Find more online at humanfuturology.co.uk.